Now it goes. There are three conversions necessary for a Christian. There are three conversions that are necessary for a Christian. The conversion of the heart. The conversion of the mind. And this is the hardest one. The conversion of the purse or the pocketbook. If you got, if you got all three of those working, you are in good shape. Amen. Glory to God. Okay, Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks as we look to your word, Father God. You give us insight, instruction, Father God. And we praise you. We just give you thanks that your Holy Spirit is here, Father God, to open our eyes, Father God, to the greater possibilities that we have through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there's excitement in the air. Children will be running around masquerading as witches and ghosts and goblins and demons and other grotesque characters. They'll be going through your neighborhood shortly, uh, knocking on your door and saying, trick or treat, October 31st is on its way. They'll be looking for pieces of candy and other goodies. It's Halloween. Oh my. It's the one night of the year in which a child experiences the emotions of fear. Because if you see some of the stuff that's out there now, raise the hair in the back of my neck when, you, when I go past, past them. But they have fear, fantasy, and a mystery. And it's one of the strangest days of the year. Homes, schools, and even businesses are decorated with witches and goblins and ghouls and all the rest of that stuff. Halloween has become one of the biggest sales promotions of the year. It's second only to Christmas. That's heavy. They sell costumes, candies, uh, food, uh, food items, party supplies, greeting cards, and of course if you're really looking out and you really want to do something great, they say, there's a tour of a haunted houses and other forms of entertainment. Now, on the radio, they've got a big one outside of uh, Lompoc. A big one. It says you've got to pay $10 to get in, and nobody under 12 is allowed in. So it has to be pretty bad. You know. So is it, is it, is it innocent? Is Holly, uh, Hollywood... Ho yeah, Hollywood, same thing, too. <laughs> Are they innocent? Is, Hall is Halloween innocent? Uh, are Halloween activities really just simple, innocent, uh, fun day for most people? Where did the holiday originate? Anybody know? Why is it described as a holiday? Here we go. You're gonna, all the bad stuff is going to come first, so... Tighten your seat belts because we will get to the good stuff. Um, let's look at the, its history. October 31st was chosen by the Celtic, Celtic Druze, 
which is an order of priests in the ancient in ancient Gaul and Britain, uh, which took in Ireland, Scotland, France, and Germany, and Isle of Man. It was their New, Year, New Year's Eve. So this is a New Year's Eve for the Druze. And it was intended as a celebration of everything wicked, evil, and death. It was their chief belief that on the eve of this festival, that uh, Saman, that's their god of death, or lord of death, it's S-A-M-H-A-I-N. The lord of death called all the wicked souls that were that died this past year, that have been condemned to inhabit the bodies of animals. So, these people are, you know, it's weird. And I've uh, everybody seen the black cats, everybody, you know, those cats. All the time you see Halloween, there's black cats. Here's it is, here's why. Cats were sacred and believed to be once human beings, but were changed as a punishment for their evil deeds. Halloween is the most important night of the Celtic year. This day became also known as the witch's holiday. Hmm. Wow. On this day of Halloween, all sorts of spirits, ghosts, fairies, witches, and elves had the liberty to come out and harm people. The souls of wicked men were left to wander in the unseen world to haunt the living. As part of the Druze ritual, they would gather around a bonfire and offer sacrifice of animals, food or crops. That's why they trick-or-treat, they get that food to give to, you know, to their god. Or they would find someone to sacrifice. Okay. Wearing costumes made of, uh, from heads and skins of other animals, they would tell fortunes. There we go. Cast evil spells to cause havoc in people's lives. Isn't it wonderful to celebrate Halloween? Look what we've allowed to happen in our country. When the Celtics were conquered by the Romans around uh, 43 AD, the Romans added, now, at this time, Rome under Constantine became, quote, Christian. Okay, so Rome is now Christian. Okay, you got that? And the Ro Romans added a, a, another ceremony to Halloween honoring their goddess of fruit and trees. The bobbing, bobbing of apples. Ever, anybody ever do that? Bobbing of apples was employed in their custom. Now, we'll find out why they did it and why, why were you doing it. Women marked the apples and tossed them into the tub of water and hopefully their mate would grab that and that would be your mate. Yeah, that's... Okay. Now, what about the, the pumpkins or the jack-o'-lanterns? You know, we, we carve those things up, or you know, you see them all over the place. Um, Jack lantern is an ancient symbol of the damn soul. So when you see a, a pumpkin out there carved up, that's a damn soul. 
quote-unquote. It was named after a man called Jack, who could not enter heaven or hell. As a result, he was doomed to wander in darkness with his lantern until Judgment Day. Why, wow, this is some of these crazy things. But those things are still here. People have them, but, you know, I mean, Christians carved a pumpkin. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, let's find out. People hauled out the pumpkins to place the lighted candles inside to scare off the evil spirits from their house. Trick or treat, as we know it, began in Ireland. Good Irish people. People went from house to house begging for food for their Halloween festivals. Well, that's what happens. This is they were getting food for their festival, remember, and also to give it to their, to the Lord of Death. Good luck was promised to generous donors. And of course, threats were made against those who would not give. The trick-or-treat tradition continues today with children and some adults. Uh, last year, I remember seeing adults walking and going to the door without any kids there, trick or treat. Okay, bad news. Um, the Celtics dressed up as evil spirits in order to confuse true demons. So now you know why the little kids are running around or they're uh, scaring off the, or confusing the, the demons. So in medieval England, a dressed-up individual soon became known as a solar. S-O-U-L-E-R. They went about begging in the rich part of town. And instead of giving threats, they prayed for people for their rewards. What kind of prayer do these people do as a druid? What kind of prayer are you going to get from a druid? Think about it. Uh, throughout Europe, the holiday soon became uh, involved neighborhoods. Uh, they had dancing and uh, music and all sorts of games and tricks going on. Um, the Scottish immigrants brought souling to the USA in about eight, in, in the 1800s, and not until 1920s and the 30s did trick-or-treat catch on. Hmm. But in recent decades, however, a renewed interest in the old pagan beliefs has blossomed. You could turn on your television and you could see uh, 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 entertainment uh, TV shows showing the occult themes uh, like The Good Witch, uh, Sabrina, uh, what's that one, a couple of... Samantha, all these things, what? It draws people to say, well, it's just, just funny, something funny. It's, you know, or mystical, but it doesn't have any powers. Not true. So, so it weakens people's thoughts, gets them to play with the devil's things. Okay? Um, again, uh, the occult themes and witchcraft 
seems to be fun and acceptable. And as, as a result, Halloween has become strongly associated with the occult and preoccupation of the dead. How many, you know, you got the, on TV the, the zombies or the mummies or whatever, they, they got all these things. But we're used to it. Our, our society is wrapped around death, and that's what the Druids were. How many people you see walking around with tattoos on their arms, with a skull, you know, and all that other type of stuff? They're, they're ministering. People don't know it, but they're ministering to the, to the devil. Well, you know, they, just, they, don't, they don't believe it, so it doesn't make any, it won't take effect. Pardon me. It will take effect. You play with the devil long enough, he's going to hit you on the side of the head. Okay? Today's Halloween is not only a child's play day, but more and more adults are participating in Halloween. Go drive through the, your neighborhood and see all the houses uh, decorated. They've got Happy Halloween, and they got a haunted house there, and they got... Um, my neighbor, neighbors, one has uh, a makeshift graveyard in his yard, you know, all different, and some of them are leaning over, and, there's, and they got a stack of uh, skulls in, in one corner of their yard, and they got, uh, uh, they got these tall brick things like uh, for gates that looks like, you know, all old and Disgusting. And they got a, uh, they got a buzzard hanging on there, but it's not a buzzard as you see. It's a skeleton of a buzzard there. Yeah, bad things. And of course, they got the eerie music going on for the kids when they come up the, come up the water, <laughs> all that type of stuff. Some kids just take off and run. Some, <laughs> a few years back. We were driving, didn't want to be at the house, so we just drove around to see what was going on. See, see. And there, here's this house, and they, got, they have all sorts of things. And here's this, per, this thing sitting in the chair right next to the doorway. It's the, um, the deaf, ghost of deaf. He's all, it's all dressed in white, and it has this big, huge sickle, you know. And it's got this skull head it's sitting there and the little kids would walk up there just so they go trick or treat this thing would get up and so there was a guy in there and his kids they took off why evil put fear in children put fear I put fear in me I saw this thing what in the world I mean if I was a kid and something like that happened boy I'd be having to go home and change pants Yeah, okay. Okay, more and more adults are participating in Halloween. Now, go into the banks. I bet you'll find a lot of, a lot of the banks, I remember a couple of years ago, they, everybody was in some type of costume. You go into stores or restaurants, everybody's in some type of costume celebrating Halloween. 
Restaurant, I want restaurants, yeah. You'll find adult employees at work all dressed up in some type of costumes. Also, adult Halloween costume parties. Uh, it's about two years, three years, three or four years ago, my neighbors had a, an adult Halloween costume party. Uh, and the competition is fierce to have the scariest and most elaborate costume, and these people are rewarded for coming in like a ghoul or whatever. They get a special prize. What are we celebrating? Death. Evil. Wickedness. That's what they celebrate. Since Halloween is unmistakably pagan in its origin and practices, how did the church accept it and it keeps it today? Okay, like I said, the Roman Empire, in the Roman Empire, Constantine wanted all Rome to be under one religion. And it was, at that time, Christianity started to take place in there. So he wanted to unify his whole, the Roman Empire, and he made all people become Christians. Uh, even the non-Christians, uh, they were persuaded, you know, if you, you know. You do it or so the non-Christians, quote, you know, non-believers became uh, Christians in, in the new Christian order. Uh, and they accepted the state's religion. Um, acceptance was simple. Refusal was difficult, okay? This plan brought forth large volumes of non-believers. And they brought with the non-believers brought with them their pagan practices and were adopted by the Roman culture also. So you got Christianity with all this Roman uh, uh, pagan stuff going into Christianity. You know. um, the church reasoned that if the pagan practice and festivals could not, uh, could not be forbidden, you can't stop these people from it, so we will Christianize it. We will let it be and we'll put it under something. Uh, let the new pagan converts keep their heathen festivals, and, but label it Christian. Ain't that great? The celebration of Halloween is um, today is a survival of ancient pagan beliefs brought down in, through the church. Okay, uh, Bible-believing Christians, um, there's an inconsistency about Halloween, paganism, witchcraft, and, and devil worship is strictly forbidden through what the Bible says. So why are we, so why not celebrate Halloween if it's, quote, Christian? One, um, Halloween celebrates and glorifies death, wickedness, and evil. It celebrates darkness. Death, death does not come from God. Death is a result of man's own choosing. Let's go to, now we're going to Scripture now. We're going to hit the good stuff, but it's going to go hit some of this. And uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou, thou mayest eat freely, but of the tree of knowledge and good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in that day thou, thou eatest, thou shalt die. So man brought in death through, through Satan. Okay, um, go with me to Romans chapter 5. 
Oh, glory to God. And Romans chapter 5. Looking at verse 12, it says, Wherefore, by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death was passed upon all men, for, all, for that all have sinned. So we see that death comes through man, but man got received, received death through his sin, and the wickedness of man then became Satan's bidding. We became under Satan's bidding. First uh, Corinthians chapter 15. Oh, thank you, Lord. First Corinthians chapter 15. Okay. Death is man's enemy, but look at look what the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 26. The last enemy shall be destroyed is death. Glory to God. Death is going to be destroyed. We're not going to have that evilness around us any longer. Glory to God. Revelation chapter 21. In Revelation chapter 21. Verse 4, Revelation 21.4 from the King James. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Uh, from the Amplified it reads, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be any anguish, sorrow, mourning, or grief, or pain anymore. For the old conditions and former order of things have passed away. Glory to God. Hallelujah. No evil, wicked things will come our way at that time. Second thing. Halloween honors Satan and, the de and demons. They go trick-or-treat. You know, at that time, they, like, like I said, they received the food from people and, it gave, it, and gave it to their, presented to their God, the, uh, the Lord of Death. So that's not what we need to be doing. Amen? First Peter chapter 5. First Peter chapter 5. Oops. First Peter chapter 5. Here we go. Verse 8, First Peter chapter 5, 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he, he may devour. Wow. Well, also we know that, the, that uh, Satan is the god of this world, and he blinds men's minds, okay? Second uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Oh, glory to God. Second Corinthians chapter 4, looking at verse 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest 
the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. Amen. Glory to God. So, it's darkness that uh, Halloween it's celebrated. When does all the festivities take place on Halloween, mainly? At night. Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. Uh, turn with me to Matthew chapter... Five, Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. How are we supposed to be before darkness? Should we celebrate? Should we celebrate Halloween? It's darkness. Well, this is what you need to do. That's Matthew chapter 5. We're looking at verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. We need to be the light. We need to reflect the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Not portray and get all dressed up like a ghoul or, a, or whatever. Which, um, it's not good. First uh, Thessalonians now. First Thessalonians, that little T section in your Bible. First Thessalonians chapter 5. So is Halloween good or, or bad? So far, we found nothing good about it. So, okay. First Thessalonians chapter 5. We're going to rock our boats here. Verse 22. Abstain from all appearance. Not just to be, you know, appearance of evil. Oh, yeah, but the kids are coming. You know, they need the candy. Well, you can pass out tracks. There are Halloween tracks. Of course, the parents don't, you know, the kids can't read them, but the parents might read them, might change their mind. Okay. The deeds of darkness are shameful, and we should abstain from it. Okay. Number three. Halloween is built on sin. Halloween is built on sin. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. First Corinthians chapter 10. We're looking at verse 20. Halloween is built on sin. But I say the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils. What's that Halloween all about? And not to God. And I would not that you should have any fellowship with devils. How can you walk together unless you agree? Hmm. Second uh, Corinthians. Second Corinthians this time, chapter 11.
But Halloween's so good. Let's see why. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Are you ready for it? Beginning with verse 14. And no, mar and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Oh. Therefore, it is of no great things if he, his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. And what kind of work is that? What's the devil's work? Kill the steal and destroy you. Oh, and there's nothing wrong with Halloween. Everybody does it. They've got to have a costume for school. They have school. I mean, grade schools have costumes. I mean, when you see the teachers come in with the witch's hat and the broom and the long crooked nose. And the kids say, oh, it's, it's Halloween. Nothing wrong with it. We're teaching them wrong. It's wrong. Okay, let's go to all the way back to uh, Old Testament and follow, find Deuteronomy, book of Deuteronomy, and chapter 11, Deuteronomy chapter 11. What is Halloween? It's evil. It's wicked. They honor the dead or they pray to the, this, their God of death. So, let's see what the Lord says. That's Deuteronomy chapter 11 from verse 16. Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived, and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Well, if you're playing with, with, with fire, you're going to get burned. Okay, let's look what, what it says in the Amplified. Take heed to yourselves, lest your minds and hearts be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. That's what Halloween was all about, worshiping death. Oh, wow. Be not deceived. Turn aside from it. Okay. Hard words. Hard words. Especially when we consider it fun. Am I taking all the good things away? Psalms 119. What do I do? Well, we, we have to take a stand for God. You either stand for God or you stand for the devil. You can't have both going on. How, how can two agree unless they walk together? Psalms 119, you found it yet. Through thy precepts, God's word, I get understanding. 
Therefore, I hate every false way. God says he hates every false way. We need to hate every false way. And, and Halloween is a false way. It leads people astray. Oh, there's nothing wrong. Well, how, many, how many others than myself has, have watched, have seen TV series glorifying darkness? Fun darkness? Samantha, a long time ago. Now they got the good witch, you know, it's only white magic. Uh, I'll tell you a good one that was a series, not a good one, but one that people really watched uh, in the uh, 60, 50, 60, I think it was the 60s and 70s, it was called Dark Shadows. Don't look it up. It was bad. I mean, it was a bad one. They had a guy Dracula and everything else on it and he's the main person there. Boy, they they got they labeled it right. And tell you what, when you get it, when you get here we go, telling myself again. Um, when you get a touch of the occult, okay, like I told you I messed around with a Ouija board and finally the Lord showed me don't play with that anymore. But, you know, that was the dark side. And, I, you know, reading it was kind of, I want to know about Dracula. Because uh, uh, on Saturday nights, uh, the TV, they, they played uh, horror movies. You know, Frankenstein, Frankenstein's daughter, or whatever it is, you know. And Dracula, uh, Revenge of the Mummy, and all that type of stuff. So. I said, you know, I just want to know something. So there was a book called Dracula. I read the stupid thing. That is wild if you talk about him. Don't get messed up. You, you open the door and other things begin to happen. So don't mess with it. Cut it out. Fortune. You know, like I said, I, I, I wasn't saved at that point, but Things have to change. Things have to change. You can't have dark and light in your life. The darkness is not going to go to heaven. It's going to pull you into hell. Remember, there was ten virgins. Five were wise. They had oil for their lamps, which means they have what? They have light. Five of them didn't have any oil, so they didn't have any light. They were walking in darkness, thinking they were going to make it. There's Christians today, quote, I'll put label, label Christians today, thinking they're going to make it, and they're going to be on the other side. We saw that in the, the if you watch the uh, video series that we saw, that people turned, oh, there's nothing wrong with it, and they took it, and that was it. So we need to be careful. Okay. Uh, let's see, where, where, where were you? Psalms. Okay, how about finding the book of Ezekiel? Find the book of Ezekiel with us, with me. Ezekiel chapter six this time. I think you're getting a, a little understanding of uh, Halloween. Ezekiel chapter six. 
verse 9, Ezekiel 6, verse 9. I'm going to read from the Amplified. Then those of you who escape shall earnestly remember me among the nations to which they shall be carried captive, how that I have been broken by their lewdness and have myself broken their wanton heart, which has departed from me and blinded their eyes, which turn after their idols wantonly, and they shall be loathsome in their own sight for the evils which they have committed in all their abominations. Or, yeah, abominations. It's wrong. We've got to watch ourselves. Okay. The Bible's not out of date. It's not old-fashioned. It's modern and it's accurate. Okay. Talking about who we are now. Second uh, Corinthians chapter. Oops, Second Corinthians. In Second Corinthians chapter six. I think we already looked at it once. Okay, in chapter, Second um, Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18, the last, the last verse of, verse 6. And I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons. My daughter says the Lord Almighty. What agreement has the temple of God with idols? If we're going to be with God, it should not, we should not be messing around with with darkness. Okay? Uh, let's go back to the book of Deuteronomy real quick. Find the book of Deuteronomy and go to the 18th chapter. That's Deuteronomy chapter 18. Wow. Deuteronomy chapter 18. Verse 9. When thou come into the land which the Lord that God has given thee, thou shalt not learn to do the abominations of the, of the nations. Well, we sh they came here and they brought it and we should not learn of them. Okay? Let's go on to verse, uh, go on to verse 10. There shall not be found among, among you anyone that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire or uses that divina divina divination or observer of times, or a or enchanter, or a witch, a charmer, or a consulter of familiar spirits, wizards, or no, nomenclature. For all that these things are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out before thee. So God drove them out, but uh, he's saying don't get mixed up with them. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. So we can't have these Darkness with us. We've got to be perfect before the Lord. Amen? Right before... Uh, two books back from Deuteronomy, you'll find the book of Leviticus. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 19. Oh, Glory. That's Leviticus chapter 19. 
Oops, might have caught him. Well, I didn't write it right. Uh, the Lord said, I don't know what, what the address is now, but in some place in the 19th chapter, uh, it says we're not to regard the things of darkness. 31? There you go. Thank you. I put 13. That says it should be 31. All right. Thank you, Paul. Regard them not that have familiar spirits, neither seek after wizards to be defiled by them. I am the Lord thy God. How, how, how is children being defiled? We let our children become defiled by going trick-or-treating. You say, well, nothing wrong with that. Something can happen. Something big can happen, so we need to be careful there. Boy, pencil gave out. Then, of course, we, we have already looked at 1 Thessalonians 5, 22. It says, abstain from the appearance of evil. Uh, now let's go to the New Testament one more time. Glory to God. That's 1 Corinthians this time. 1 Corinthians. And this will be our last scripture, I believe. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 31. Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. So we do everything that we, we put our hand to for the glory of God. And playing trick-or-treat or, or dressing up our kids is not right. As adults, you know. Um, I was raised in the country, okay? I never... Heard, well, I've heard of Halloween and a lot of type of stuff. Uh, and it, Halloween wasn't that big when I was a kid in school. And living out in the country, nobody came out to the sticks to get candy. So when we moved back to Chicago for a year and a half, I was about uh, nine, maybe ten, um, Halloween came. And we had some friends. They're going to take me to, I never have been on a Halloween, you know, rush for candy. So you know, I don't know why I got dressed up as, but anyway, I, <laughs> we get to the door, ring the doorbell, you know, apartment house or a house there in, uh, in Chicago. Before the door would open, I'm screaming, trick or treat, trick or treat. And the other, the other guys, you don't do it until they open the door. I mean, that's how oblivious I was to things. Um, you know, you, you just got to, you know, it was fun at that time, but, you know, if had known. Uh, again, what, when my kids were growing up, uh, we lived out in the country, and they didn't have that, they didn't dress up that much. I think they dressed up a little bit 
one time. Our block was a short block. It was a cul-de-sac. And we were out in the country, so there may be about 10 houses or 11 houses at the most. They, they had, uh, I don't remember them having any costumes unless they went to school and had, but uh, we didn't celebrate it. Okay. There's nothing happy about Halloween. Halloween is a day that, where people glorify the devil without their knowledge. It, it represents darkness, and we re represent light. The deception of Halloween leads into sin, and sin leads into destruction and death. To be light, oh, pardon me, be the light to lead others to the saving grace of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen, so be it. So that is Halloween in a nutshell. And if you're looking for a title, it's a long title. Deception, Trick or Treat. Anybody need prayer? I should have asked that earlier. Okay. Praise you, just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, that uh, you've given us insight, Father God, into a holiday that is not meant for us. But, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that uh, now that we have a greater understanding, Father God, uh, we'll be able to present it, Father God, to, to our children or, Father God, even to other parents, Father God, and that we are not to be associated with it, Father God. Father God, I thank you, Lord, that uh, greater things begin to transpire, Father God, as we are obedient to your word in Jesus' name. Amen.